With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we're going to get to Cam Newton coming up in a few minutes because he had a big apology for the big brawl he got in earlier this week at a youth football camp. Yeah. But we got two pieces of new news. Justin, we got a breakdown. Uh, in the words of Justin Frostberg, one's serious and one's hilarious. So let's start with, a, we'll start with the uh, hilarious. Uh, scratch, scratch one more free agent off the board in Major oh, League Baseball. The Mets? As, no, no, not the Mets. No. no, 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 no. As Matt Chapman. Oh, One of the last top three guys out there was Chapman, Montgomery, and Blake Snell. Matt Chapman is off the board. The wow. San Francisco Giants get the third baseman for three years and fifty-four million dollars. Now, the good part of it here for Matt, this is a pretty good signing, right? Matt Chapman is a a twenty-five and eighty type guy, and that's what you want. It the guy's also a Gold Glove caliber third baseman. So to get him for three years and 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 at sixteen, seventeen million dollars yeah. a year, that's a pretty good signing. I mean, I, I got to be honest, it's a pretty good signing to get him because of what he does defensively too. But like, here's the thing: if you're the Giants, you've been swinging for the fences for two years in the offseason. It's been we're going after Judge, we're going after this guy, we're going after this yeah. guy. What do we get? Ah, uh, we got Matt Chapman to take our money. Ah, okay, okay. This is like we get, an we eight get mile. Eight. Yeah, it's the eight mile. Hey, you realize when we're time to stop living up here, start living down here. Honestly, this- Jay, they're not winning fifty games. <laughs> <laughs> But legitimately, right? You got a guy who's a career 240 hitter. Yeah. Right? That was what he hit last year for Toronto in 140 games. He matched his career average. Back-to-back years before that, one in Toronto, one in Oakland, 27 homers. Fine. 72 and 76 RBI in those two years. But he hit 210 and 229. 
Now, you do have the gold gloves. He's won gold gloves in both Oakland and Toronto. Fantastic. He's a 240 hitter. Yeah. And he's only yeah. top 30 home runs once in his career. Yeah. Despite and you know playing the only a lot he's of getting games. a steal, right? Good watch. Is he the only guy that would say yes? <laughs> Bob Melvin. <laughs> oh, you might be right. You might be right about that. You might. Be. Bob Melvin, who, what did he say today? They finally won their first game in Cactus League, and they said, hey, what would you have done if you didn't win today? He said, we would have started tomorrow by shaking hands at the end of the game to remind everybody what winning feels like. That's a, that, that's a pretty good line, <laughs> I got to say. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you put that on a T-shirt, but that's a pretty good uh, slogan to live by. But, no, but, look, but I mean, yeah, $18 that, million dollars a year is nothing, no, is I guess the larger thing. Especially, when, and, and, and that's because you're not spending a lot. And batting average... Batting averages is – it's not applicable across the board for players like it used to be, right? Guys can have great years and hit 242. Pete Alonso hit a buck 20 last year, but he had 50 home runs and not – so, you know, certain players' batting average is not that big a deal. You know, when you can mash, you knock in 80 runs a year as a third baseman, you play gold glove third base, you're 30 years old, okay. It's not like they signed the guys 36, 37. You're thinking you're still going to get another two, three good years out of them. That's a pretty good signing, but, man, you're, you're the Giants. You've been trying to swing for the fences the last couple of years, and Matt Chapman's the guy you come up with. Well, especially you look at the division, right? It's not just the the Dodgers. You know, know, everybody points and laughs down south to the Padres and the amount of money they spent, and now Juan Soto's a member of the Yankees. But they took their big swing, and they were able to get free agents to show up for piles of cash. Nobody wants their piles of cash. Last resort. Kind of like the Mets, just like that open that we have. No, the, the Mets have a plan. Okay, the Mets. The Met, they'll say the Mets have a plan. Okay, don't worry about it. the Mets. Have we a went plan. all in this way. That did work. Guess what? We're going to go in the complete opposite. It's like we're on one of those giant rides. Whoa! No, 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 no. I'll be honest. Whoa! Okay, okay so jerk. Shut up for five. At the deadline. Shut up for five seconds. Whoa! I'll push you out of that ride. Hey, Harmon, look over. You're going to get to this Whoa. turn. I'll push you right out. Hey, look. The Mets do. Now, look. I'll be all seriousness. <laughs> They do have a plan, and they have a plan for this year and spending, and they've stuck to it, and everything I've seen so far has been okay. I get it. I get it. But the whole thing is that when you have this plan, and it's a big plan, there's things that go wrong. You need If your plan is going to work, you need everything to go right. Like, you can't have a plan and say, well, yeah, it worked because these two things. No, you have a plan. It's, okay, we're not going to spend on this position, and we're going to wait on this position. We're not going to spend here. We're going to bring in uh, um, um, high-ceiling guys who've been hurt at this. You, like, need everything to go right, right for your plan to work. Like, th- this plan the Mets have, it looks great right now in spring training because everybody's pitching two innings and not giving up any runs. And but this is the beginning of March. You need everything to go right, and all these guys that they signed, you have to Google to realize who they are and how many mm-hmm. innings they've had in the majors. You need everything to go right if you have that plan. I mean, come on. I mean, at least they have a plan, but you need everything to go right. Well, you know, you, you don't leave a lot of room for error, and it's it's like your guy comes back as what's the margin of error on this? It's pretty large. Mm. You know, Mike, why'd you have to bring the Mets into this? Well, because I I thought it would might uh, get him a little fired up. That's all. Whoa. 
All right, you jerk, you jerk. So uh, That's Matt Chapman funny, <laughs> to the Giants, three years, fifty-four. But look, in in, in I, I gotta say, it's a good signing. But boy, there, we gotta get Aaron Judge. We're gonna go get Otani. We're gonna go get all these guys. We got Matt Chapman. Hey, okay. Uh, the other big news in here, and and this is this is big because this uh, you take a look at a guy that's been playing terrific, who has accepted his role as a six man coming off the bench. He has been electric for the Clippers. As much as we want to talk about, hey, James Harden's been a really big deal this year. As he's not as washed up as people thought he was. I thought he was. He's playing well. Getting Russell Westbrook to buy in coming off the bench, he has had some really big games. I mean, he's comfortable mm-hmm. in this role. It's not something where he's forced into it like he was with the Lakers and it didn't turn out how they wanted. He is comfortable, and the Clippers are rolling. However, Shams Tarani had the report in tonight's game, Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Russell, nano bubbles would have helped him. Uh, Russell Westbrook, a fractured left hand. There is no timetable, no diagnosis, but a fractured left hand for Russell Westbrook. Uh, He is out of the game. Who knows how long he's going to be out, and now the Clippers are going to have to get by without one of their most integral players, and I didn't think that would be the case for Westbrook, but the guy is playing pretty well, right? He's 11-5-5 off the bench. He's accepted what he has, and that's been the big thing for him is saying, oh, I'm accepting being a six-man at this point in my career, and the, the, the Clippers have been rolling. I mean, look at the two big things that they needed to buy in on was Harden and Westbrook, and they got it from both of these guys, and they're coexisting. We didn't think it was going to happen, and now here's an injury for Westbrook, and now you just got to hope, hey, does fractured hand mean four to six weeks? Is the fractured hand even worse? Can he come back? How much is he going to be able to use it? I mean, this is a really big deal and a huge blow for the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, Scotty Barnes earlier tonight, you've heard it in Steve's update, fractured left hand here. Uh, Westbrook on the defensive end uh, reaches uh, and, and tries to poke the ball away from Jordan Poole as he's driving to the bucket, and he just pulls his hand back very quickly, recoils, uh, and then starts shaking it. Uh, and that appears to be the play uh, where, however that happened, right, get got caught on the, the shorts or the jersey or something and maybe yeah. just pulled with enough enough force to where, where you get a, a fractured bone out of it. So uh, at least that's the, uh, the video going around where uh, it seems like the most obvious culprit of this. But, yeah, tough loss when you're talking about a guy who's been able to, to give them some really good minutes. And to your point, you know, you're, you've got all those names, all those egos and accomplishments, everybody of them, every one of them looking for a ring uh, at the end of it all. And to have him take on the role that he did, because let's face it, media has not been kind to Russell uh, in a lot of a lot of his stops. Uh, and a, even when he's had tremendous accomplishments on the court, uh, it's always been uh, had some some acidic uh, response uh, from certain members of media. So uh, what he'd been doing this year. Tremendous. Hopefully not out too long uh, and back for a playoff run. Yeah, how odd, like two fractured left hands in yeah. the same – it's so it's so odd. It's like, wait, wait, what, really? Wait, 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 what, we, two players fractured? Very, very odd. Very odd. Well, uh, I mean, that's uh, – we, we always used to get it, uh, you know, the shoulder injuries would suddenly come in, in buckets for baseballs. Not that I'm trying to speak that into existence. But it's I like, think you remember, are. Me- no, remember all the – no, no, no. It's like we'd get the report, a torn labrum. The next day, a torn labrum. It's like, now you know what a labrum is. There you go. <laughs> I just keep hearing with labrum, labrum, and I don't know what that is, but it doesn't sound like it's great. It doesn't sound like it's something to do with the players' union. (laughs) Sounds like an even worse thing. 
And, you know, and, and when you look at the teams in the West, just for a second, right, we talked about how the Western Conference playoffs is going to be murder, right? There's no advantage. The one seed doesn't have an advantage over the eight seed. You're talking about a potential Timberwolves-Lakers first round, all right, or Timberwolves-Mavericks first round or, or Thunder yep. and the Kings. I mean, nobody has an advantage. But if you, I think if you polled – players across the league and you pulled coaches and said, okay, in the West, you get to the playoffs. Now you have all these teams that are crazy and they can all do things. What teams are you the most afraid of? What teams you have to say, okay, you know what? In the West, these are the teams. And I think the teams would tell you, well, the first team of the Nuggets, right? The Nuggets are the defending champions and they're, they're playing great. They're, they're playoff tested. We know about them. The second team would be the Clippers. You said, what teams scare you that you don't want to play in the West? If you could say, hey, I can avoid a couple of teams in the Western Conference, Nuggets would be first, Clippers would be second. And that's why this is such a huge blow because this is, this is a team that finally – I mean, I, I didn't think it was going to happen. First guy to tell you when I'm wrong. I mean, after four years of Kawhi and Paul George playing a grand total of, of, of 14 minutes together, uh, was this really going to work? You're going to work by bringing in Harden? It's not going to work. And it turns out, hey, no, hang on a second. This has worked. It's crazy, but it's worked. And this this is their year. Like like you know, you, you don't know how things are going to go from year to year. And you're you have an aging uh, core now, and you want Kawhi Leonard to be healthy. And you're winning, even though Paul George is not healthy, and his guys get older, they're not going to be as healthy. Like you're looking at the Clippers saying, "I know we're moving into our new home next year, but this this is like NBA Finals or bust type year because in the Western Conference, yeah, we may not have the best record, but we're close enough to the top. We're only a couple of games out of having the best record in the West. But, yeah, you, you measure us up against all the other teams, uh, it should be us the Nuggets, uh, you know, trying to get to yeah. the NBA Finals when it's all said and done. But what I, what, what I tell you, put them all in a bubble, though. Put them all in the bubble. Now you got a couple of guys hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Exit out about a fresca. Exit swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon. So again, those two pieces of big news in last few minutes: Matt Chapman to the Giants, three years, fifty-four million, and Russell Westbrook out with a fractured left hand. All we've gotten so far, he is out for the game, but fractured left hand. Who knows? Uh, we get updates on that. We'll keep it going right here. But straight ahead, yeah, we get back into the big apology of the week. Yes, Cam Newton talks about well why I got in a brawl at a big youth football game and I fought three guys and my hat didn't come off. That's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And a pitch in the air, deep to right. This one's headed back toward the wall. It is gone! A grand slam for Gauthier! <laughs> so of all the sound tonight we've needed, which has been Caleb Williams, Michael Penix Jr., J.J. McCarthy, stuff that Frostburg and Tyson would say, oh, no, we don't have that. We don't have it. We don't have it. We don't have it. How do we not have it? No, no, no. We have the, the Gauthier Grand Slam, and we had a Daniel Vogel back home run. I mean, what's going on? What is happening? We're Fox Sports Radio, man. Like, how, do we, how do we have this is our sound that we have? should be happy well, you're on air. <laughs> The, oh, uh, the Vogelback was key because Garrett Cole started cursing at him from yeah. loafing and, and lounging going around the base. Right, but can you really say that he was loafing and lounging It's Daniel Vogelback? You know, the guy. That's he, the pace he runs at. What he, I'm not sure that ball's bases. landed yet. <laughs> he, no, he crushed. That's a big home that's run. That's a fair point. Yeah. That's a big home I mean, run. That's that a court's bat for sure. Yeah. That, wow. wow. That's okay. He doesn't play for the Legends anymore. That's okay. I mean, Mike, does it have to be when you crank it like that? Save that audio. <laughs> hey, now. Uh, the, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Again, uh, in case you're just tuning in, two big pieces of news over the course of the past few minutes here late on a Friday night. Uh, the San Francisco Giants, who have been chasing after such luminaries the last couple of years as Shohei Otani, Justin Verlander, Aaron Judge, they finally got someone to take their money. Matt Chapman for three years and $54 million. Congratulations. <laughs> Meanwhile, former NBA MVP Russell Westbrook left tonight's game with a fractured left hand in the first half against the Wizards, put his hand in to try for a steal, immediately pulled it out, shook his hand, held it, a fractured left hand. Bones Highland, who was one of Mike Harmon's favorite guys to just throw his name out there, he just likes saying his name, uh, came in and played a lot more in his absence now, and if he's going to be out a while, Bones Highland's going to get more time for the Clippers. <laughs> the guy's uh, name so, is Bones, and we're and talking about Bones, a fractured yeah, hand, yeah. so it so, is kind of... Uh... So you're saying, you're saying Bones Highland did it? Like he's he, No, I just think Bones. it's funny that we get heavy minutes from Bones Highland <laughs> because a guy fractured his hand. And TJ, from one set of bones to another. Uh, TJ, TJ, it wasn't David Boreanaz in Bones, right? Was it Boreanaz in Bones? No, that's was right. The no, guy? That's good. Boreanaz? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so now Bones Highland's going to play a lot more. Uh, most likely he's going to miss an extended period of time, but an extended period of time, three weeks? Is it six weeks? Is it more? Uh, that's what we're waiting on. We'll hear some more, I'm sure, uh, from Tron Lu after the game is over. Remember, hey, Westbrook Jason. was having a terrific season so far. What do you got, Frostburg? How long till we uh, find out that the White Sox were in on the Chapman deal, too? <laughs> they were the mystery team that drove the price up for Matt Chapman. Drove it up. How dare uh, you? What, you never know. You're always the mystery. Dude, you're going to win 50 games this year. Take your headlines when we can talk about you. You're going to be that, awful that was the, this year. That was the headline. <laughs> yeah. Take your headlines where you can get them. Why? Because you, you dirtbags have been in last place for the last five oh, years. Oh, no, it's not good. Yeah, yeah it's going to be Over-under really was like 61 and a half wins. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I would take the under. 
Uh, yeah, we'll talk to Todd Furman about, uh, you know, betting uh, on the bottom end of those totals a little bit later. I'll go under. Uh, now, today ends the saga of a story that was just so weird. That was last weekend, video surfaced of Cam Newton in a brawl at a youth football event. Now, mm-hmm. Cam has been putting on seven-on-seven events for, for uh, under-15 kids. Uh, he's been a coach. Uh, the last few years, and there's a lot of teams that show up and and, and play at these events. And uh, a brawl surfaced with him and three guys from another team. You see them all jump him on stage, and Cam Newton never loses his hat and right. is able to fend the guys off. And, and you know, this is not n- – number one, first for Cam Newton, to not lose your hat. I mean, this isn't I didn't lose a baseball hat. Like, this is a Cam Newton strong hat game. Yeah, yeah. Big hat. Like, you know, like, like I can't believe that – I feel bad that Cam Newton has had a chance to cash in on personalized – like silhouettes, like, you know, the Jordan jump man. And no, just like Cam Newton should just be Cam with a really big hat that you see on top of his head. With a fedora on there. That, that should be the cutout because this is a big-ass hat. This is not just a regular fedora. This is like a fedora on steroids. And yeah, he no, never you loses got those, those big brims, man. If you get one of the uh, yeah. spring or summer fashion. I mean, you've seen what I wear in every once in a while. That's uh-huh. got some pretty big brims on them. He I want to know, if he, because it didn't move, there's the question, though. Did he have any pins or anything going through his hair? Oh, you think like, or is it just tight enough to where it just, uh, you know, forms a seal? He had like stays in there or like glued the hat to his head. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the glue might've been a little, a little far, but yeah, no, that kind of thing. Not only that, but he didn't really throw any punches. Because I'm seeing this going, oh, man, this is this is if Cam Newton starts throwing punches like this is lawsuits and everything and going forward. But what he did was, you know, he looked like he just he just kind of kept these guys at bay and kept his hat on. And it was it was kind of cool. Just kind of, you know, pushing guys away like he was doing some pass blocking. I uh, get on the stage. Got a, got a love. He did make sure to mention that his team did win that tournament. Yeah, and there's a <laughs> there's a big point to get coming out of this. But if first, you come at the king, you best not. Yeah, you best. <laughs> Why you're going wire? Uh, but let's before we get into really big point on this because this this is this is something that everybody, believe it or not. You, you can get in on the ground floor of this story. Uh, here's Cam Newton from a podcast earlier today apologizing for what went on in the brawl from last weekend. To every single high school player, to every single person of influence, to every single athlete, use my situation as a way to understand that in one moment, in one decision, your life can change just like that. So great stuff. Cam Newton understood. Hey, listen, if that if that gone gone a different way, who knows where my life? Yeah. Like, who knows what happens? Right? No, the that's first, good. I thought you were going to go in a different direction because it sets up a really good one liner. Oh no! The, <laughs> who knows? My hat could have flown off my head. And I nope. might never see that hat again. If only I jumped on that fumble. <laughs> You're going to fight me, Cam? You wouldn't jump on the fumble. I feel like first of all that we cursed him. Was it a couple weeks ago when we told you, hey, the next two big superstar NFL analysts are going to wind up being Cam Newton and Ben Roethlisberger? People pay attention to what they have to say, and they're kind of get it going on podcasts now. But somebody big is going to hire both of these guys, and they're going to be huge. They're both relevant. They're both people that everybody remembers, and they're making their bones on podcasts. And Cam Newton's going to – like Ben Roethlisberger was that guy for a while, and now Cam Newton with the big fourth and one podcast, the Funky Friday podcast. He says stuff that makes news. And I 
always feel like, hey, Cam Newton's going to be a superstar. And the next thing that happens, he gets into a fight at a seven-on-seven youth football tournament. Well, yeah, I mean, again, the details of it have been kind of pieced together, and it's still a little bit of a sketch, you know, like a court reporter that's kind of putting things down and then you're like who the hell is that supposed to be mm-hmm. uh, it's the guy with the hat remember uh, is <laughs> people used to think of me i used to be a quarterback <laughs> i used to be an mvp now i'm the guy who wears the hat yeah, the, the man with the hat <laughs> the I'm man in the, the yellow hat. Wore that. sometimes yellow hat i'm just but, a man my name's fred same as you all right yeah but just just the idea that it it started with a little bit of back and forth and arguing uh, some reports that guys were trying to make side bets on games, and they're talking about how they'd run his team up and down, and the war of words ex- escalates, and then a second guy jumps in, get a third guy. I mean, you've coached youth sports; it gets out of hand pretty fast, right? You know, hey, all of a sudden, muscles and numbers kind of thing that we go through. Not the beer muscles, but muscles and number. You're feeling like a tough guy because everybody, you know, you got to go through all of us if you feel like we're we're talking against your team too much. So that's what it becomes, and eventually it spills into the stage. And, and as you said, the most impressive thing about it, one, no, nobody really gets hurt in the fracas because it could have escalated quickly, let's face it. Uh, that that kind of thing, it could be, become a full-blown Donnybrook in in no 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 time at all but the the fact that you know cam's able to stave off all these guys and and he keeps his hat <laughs> and he gets to keep his hat well because the hat was the, bi- the, the hat was the big takeaway in the moment keep your hat. right it's like keep what's this hat. cam gets in like it wasn't a deep dive into what the hell actually happened it was watch cam gets in a scuffle with these like three or four guys and look he bounces off here he does this He's, you know, pushing these guys away like a lineman. And at no point does his hat move. Like, that was the big takeaway from most of us. Like, can we can we really dial down to the details of what the hell actually happened? Nope. Hat was still on his head. <laughs> I know it's going well because the hat is there. That's it. Uh, look, the, the other point you is You would like this. me to see, see me without my hat. You know, like, you wouldn't even recognize him at this point. Who are you? I don't know. Uh, you look familiar. <laughs> oh, with the hat. Yeah, it's an extension of Batman. Man, that's, that's who I am. Oh, now I understand. You're Cam Newton. I mean, just think about the – he could have made so much money with the silhouette of just him and the hat. It'd be I, like Jumpman. I feel like i got to design that logo. I might play with that a little bit later. If he had just come around now, like if he had figured out a way to, hey, I got a strong hat game and people are going to talk when I'm a rookie and that, like that's the logo. Hey, I'm, I'm putting out Camware, you know, or whatever it is, you know, Cam Man or Newton Man, whatever. Hey, it's going to be me with the hat. Oh, be great. Although I got a feeling that's kind of would, would have the impact of the Shaq and one sneakers. So I may, maybe it wouldn't it have quite a good been the logo, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him dunking. Sure. But it, it might it might have been a little it, it might have come across a little cheap. Yeah. But I still would like to have the just with a hat. Um, my favorite part of this story and the, and the weirdest part is when one of the guys he fought from the other team after it was over, they did a podcast talk about what happened. They just said it was it was a lot of talk back and forth. And one of the guys, said, yeah, this is kind of what happens at tournaments. But, you know, hey, he took it to the next level and there was a brawl. And I know that, that when a lot of people, because so, I have people asking me about this this week and go, what's that, 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 that youth brawl and everything? It's a lot of parents who I've, I've coached their kids for the last, you know, six, seven years. And, and I go, yeah, that's a real 
jarring statement to hear a guy say, yeah, this is kind of how it goes, but, you know, it's next level because Cam got into it. Like, these guys are fighting at a dais, you know, at a, at a youth sports event. But, look, I mean, adults are the ones that ruin youth sports. I, I, I got to be honest. And this is, and this is you know, I know this is a, it's a weird thing to say, but the kids are always great. You know, the kids are certain kids. Do they, you know, do they, would you like them to have a little more focus? Yeah, but they're kids. Would you like them to have a little bit? Yeah, but they're kids. The kids are always great. It's the parents that are insane. And, uh, you know, I, I found myself as I got older, you know, coaching players, like saying, okay, I understand when I, because I heard the phrase coming in, hey, you recruit the parents as much as you recruit the kids. For, for your youth teams and when I coach all-stars and everything else. And I go, really? He goes, yeah, trust me. I said, okay. And I really got that. And I really understood that after the first couple years going, oh, now I get what you're saying. There's a lot of good kids out there and you, you want to make sure that you're looking out for the whole team. So you want to make sure you don't want to get the parents who wind up are going to cause a lot of problems. And I, I've seen all kinds of cra- – I've seen coaches berating kids after games because they're upset. Game, games where – I remember when we beat a team in an all-star prep game in softball two years ago, and I walked by after the game, and the, and the coach is just screaming at the girls going, we are an elite team. We are an elite team that was put together. We're a travel team, and I can't believe what I saw out there tonight. I can't believe all this. I'm going, this was just a prep game. There were no stakes going on. He's screaming at the girls. There was a soccer game. This is my favorite story. You want to know out-of-control parents. Uh, so – my one of my really good friends has been my assistant coach in soccer for the last years. He, we're very close, him and his family, and and he's a referee. And he said, "Hey, I'm I'm actually refing a game today, and both my daughters are refing with me." I said, "You are kidding?" He goes, "No." He said, "One was a sophomore in high school, and one was in seventh grade. And they were going to be his ARs." I go, "Okay, you know what?" I'm not doing anything. I'm going to come take pictures for you so you can get pictures of you refing with your kids. And it's such an unbelievable moment. And I said, what are you doing? He goes, ah, oh, we're doing a boys U8 game. Okay, so this okay. is U8. This yeah. is seven-year-old kids, right? So it had turned out to be the best team in the league against the second-best team. And and it got to the point where there was just a couple minutes left in the game, and he's keeping the time, and the team that was the best team was winning by a goal, and the second-best team scores a goal like within the last two minutes of the game. And they tie the game. And the goal goes in, and parents come streaming off the sideline with their phones onto the onto the, the field going, the game should be over. Look, I started this the beginning of the second oh, half. Yeah, yeah. When this, this game should be over. I'm going, oh, my God. And he's there, and there's getting on both sides, and now here's his referees who are his two kids who are sophomore in seventh grade and I'm going oh my god I can't believe this is their first game and it's it's a Donnybrook and everybody is screaming and the, and the, and the parents are screaming and they're cursing and the coaches are screaming they're cursing and I turned to I was I was standing taking pictures I was standing next to the, the, the girl who's in high school and I said hey I'm so sorry I mean please you know don't, don't think about this as something like you know that you don't want to do this ever again I mean this is a weird this doesn't happen all the time she looked at me she goes Jason are you kidding? I want to do this every weekend. This is what it's like. <laughs> she just loved that. Said, okay, you love chaos. Go ahead. But this is this is youth sports. And I see this and I go, yeah, not surprised. If you showed me this this fight and said, where did this happen with Cam Newton and these guys, I would say youth sports game. You oh, somehow 100%. youth sports game. Not anywhere else. Not not at a restaurant. Not at some kind of event. Not, I would say youth sports game. This happened. 100%. Or a Raider game. <laughs> or, yes, or a Raider game. Yes, or a Raider game. Okay. Okay, I'm with you on that. I'm with you there. Won't happen in Texas because they got rid of the dollar dog night. So, you. <laughs> oh, man. That's, I mean, that's just, I mean, just, 
This is, it's chaos, man. Yeah. It's crazy. This is what it's we've, like we've every seen week, a lot of things. But Cam took it next level. Oh, this is what it's like every week? Yeah. Watch youth sports. That's how it goes. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But straight ahead... What one guy has to do, the two things he has to do to ensure he is the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. That's next right here. Jason and Mike Fox. You are not the Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Well-dressed hobo. We got so much great stuff quarterback-wise coming your way the next few minutes from the NFL Combine. And let's kick it off right here with everybody's favorite potential number one pick in the draft, Caleb Williams. Because, Mike, everybody has their welcome to the NFL moment. Usually it's, you know, week one, second quarter, blindside hit, welcome to the NFL. Now, Caleb Williams had his welcome to the NFL moment today when he took to the podium to answer questions from the media. All the guy did was say good morning, and then he understood exactly what it's going to be like to be an NFL quarterback, especially in a big market like Chicago. Here's Caleb Williams simply greeting the press and then hear what happens right after. Good morning, everybody. Are you afraid to compete? How do you respond to people saying that you're worried to be compared side by side with your peers in medicals, measurements, and workouts? Are you afraid to be measured against this guy one-on-one? Is that why you're not doing things? No, um, not doing things. Uh, It was a decision by me and my team, my family, um, and it comes down to that. That's that's the best right there. Good morning. Are you afraid to compete? <laughs> Did you take money? <laughs> Are I tell you, you afraid to compete? Good morning. But if he goes hey. up the register, Jason, he uh, sounds like like Frank. 
You could, you know, watching his eyes, watching his eyes, hearing this, he's like, oh, wow, this is really the first question. Okay. <laughs> this well, this is go. what I'm going to get. This is really the first question. When I first heard this, guys, I totally thought it was Guillermo. I mean, this is really, play it again. All he does is say good morning, and then, he get, then a guy jumps in and attacks him with that question. One more time. Good morning, everybody. Are you afraid to compete? How do you respond to people saying that you're worried to be compared side-by-side with your peers in medicals, measurements, and workouts? Are you? With How do you respond peers? to people who say that you don't want to compete? <laughs> you're afraid to compete. Okay, we're really like, doing There's this not thing. even a, okay. a half breath after no. he finished saying good morning. No, like I'm getting my question in first because this is important because I'm asking how do you want – do you really want to compete? Yeah, it used to be, all right, we'd care to try to figure out who was asking the question. But now we got so many Yahoo's showing up for these things, it doesn't matter anymore. Oh, boy, that's just that's just the best right there. But look, this is what all Caleb Williams needs to do to convince everyone he is the number one overall pick in the draft, right? Obviously, talent-wise, we know about the guy. But he's a bit of a mystery because his final season with USC was a little weird, right? He had the, the, the story with you know, him talking, you know, hugging his mom after a game, and which is ridiculous, but it's part of his narrative. And how I don't know, he in. went up into the crowd yeah. after a game. That, that, I know. I mean, it's, it's, it's stupid. It counts. But, no, yeah. it does. But it's, you know, that's stupid. It's how, how checked in was he? How great is he really when he stopped playing? The backup comes in and throws four touchdowns in the bowl game. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a bit of a mystery. So what he's got to do, the two things, is he has to let everybody know, hey, this is who I am, and I, I, I am mentally tough, and I am okay going with whoever drafts me. And that's the two bits of messages he has to get out there, which will cement him being the number one overall pick. Because there have been the whispers and reports, hey, maybe he doesn't like Chicago. He had to come out and say, I love Chicago. I'd love to go to the Bears. <laughs> but, you know, we, we had the, hey, is he looking for a piece of ownership? Is he looking for a trip? So those two things he's got to come out to do, and then he'll cement being the number one pick. Because crazy things happen going into a draft, and we see guys rising all the time. And if Williams is a question mark, we don't know if he wants to be here. We Yeah, I don't know. So those are the, he wants to to go number one there is no doubt he doesn't want to go anywhere but number one so the two things he's got to do he's on the road to doing i give him the nod today especially for answering that question with as much class as he did uh so that's what he's got to accomplish and it looks like he's on his way and he did a, a great job of you know kind of going through the process and and, and answering you know some of the tough questions because it's a lot about medicals it's a lot about kind of changing the system so certainly there's going to be some teams that'll be like all right we don't we don't have the infrastructure uh, if that's how he's coming in, because that's how it's being written up by talent evaluators, former scouts going, boy, this guy really could come in and rock the boat. Are we ready to handle that if that's the case? Because, right, special rules, special players. If you really do think he's generational, transcendent, all of these adjectives, then, yeah, he's got to be the guy uh, that you go and pick. But I do like the response he had here. It was great. Welcome to the NFL. Welcome there. Hey, hey, what do you say to people that think you don't want to compete? It's like a Rocky press conference. Uh, we'll take questions now. Rocky, what do you do? <laughs> you don't get no shot. <laughs> Coming up next, there's two quarterbacks everybody seems to want in the first round. I can't take either of these guys in the first round. It's next right here. Jason and Mike. Fox.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.